Welcome to JBT, Jedi Business Talk, a podcast about Star Wars and Star Wars action figure collecting. Awesome, yeah! The reason they're three and three quarter inches tall is because the first mock-up figures that I made were Fisher-Price Adventure People. I will freeze your body and carbonate forever, Han Solo! Not so fast! We finally launched 6-inch when I felt the time was right. We needed a new spark. We started selling all of the action figures through the fan club and uh, our most successful was the Cantina Band. That was enormously one of the best-selling items we've ever sold through the fan club. My nephew has a hand model on the Wampa box. He's the one with the little hand that's in there. Now, welcome your host, Chris B. Welcome to another episode of JBT, the JediBusiness.com podcast. My name is Chris B. I'm your host. And on this episode, I want to talk about the Hasbro livestream, which didn't really happen that long ago, but it feels like it happened a long time ago. At least to me, it does. Um, and then I also want to talk about all the uh, reveals from this week and both events combined, the uh, livestream reveals and all the fan celebration reveals from this week. Yeah, it was just so much stuff and so many Star Wars figures that we can talk about. So uh, they're keeping us really, really engaged and busy. So... Uh, that's definitely on the agenda for this episode and I also want to talk about Star Wars Celebration because the hotel block opened up and so I just want to talk about that for a little bit and so let's just do it. So Star Wars Celebration, uh, the hotel block opened up and all the hotels for uh, Star Wars Celebration sold out very very quickly. And it seems that there is still a ton of interest in Star Wars and Star Wars Celebration despite the current travel restrictions still and COVID. Um, but many states are easing restrictions and I guess uh, they're opening back up and we all wanted to go back to normal and seeing that this is still one year away from now. I think a lot of people are just eager to make plans now and in, you know basically hoping that everything is uh, somewhat back to normal uh, in a year from now so fingers crossed now i was lucky to get a hotel room um, by the convention center and i'm planning on being there i just still have to figure out the uh the flight because uh flights haven't opened up yet for that time period but they should soon but you know when i started thinking about the uh convention i got me really excited because i think when it comes to content it's going to be off the hook and probably one of the best celebrations that we've had in recent times because there are so many different projects in development that we should be getting a lot of news in May. We should probably be close to getting the uh, Andor TV show. We probably see uh, a trailer for Kenobi, I would imagine. Um, we might hear something about a second season for The Bad Batch. Um, we've seen the book of Boba Fett by then and we should probably hear something about you know a third season of the Mandalorian plus you know there are so many other tv projects uh, in production or in development like the Lando series or the Acolytes 
And, you know, then we have all these stories with the High Republic, and then we have all these video game stories, and specifically when it comes to Jedi Fallen Order Part 2, I'm really hyped for that game. So, you know, I think that May is going to be off the hook with content. And I had a discussion with a friend of mine not too long ago when we talked about figures, and we kind of reminisced about the mid-2000s and all the toy runs that we went on, and... And uh, he then said to me, you know, back then in the mid 2000s, uh, that was like the golden age of Star Wars figures. And now we're in the golden age of Star Wars content. And I think that uh, this really holds true because when you look at all the stuff that's in development right now, I think that we have great times ahead. You know, lots of cool stories coming at us. Maybe not everything's going to be for us. Maybe we're not going to like everything. But there should be enough for all of us that we can still enjoy Star Wars moving forward. And I think that uh, Star Wars Celebration in May of next year uh, should deliver big time for us. So I'm pretty excited. And hopefully some of you out there listening to the show are going to make it as well. And uh, be nice to uh, say hi and, uh, you know, shake some hands. But anyways, it's still an entire year away, so we have to wait and see how this is all going to play out. But uh, yeah, Star Wars Celebration, uh, I'm pretty hyped for it already. Alright, so let's talk about all the reveals from uh, the last two weeks or so. Um, There was just a lot of stuff, and uh, it was really cool actually, because... In a lot of ways, this felt like, you know, the late 2000s or so when, you know, when they did these presentations at San Diego Comic-Con or one of the bigger conventions and they would put the slides on uh, during the panel and they would have, like, each slide would have, like, four or five figures on it and it would say the wave on it and then, you know, they would go to the next slide and we would see another four or five new figures, right? That's kind of like how this week felt. It felt like there was just, you know, one reveal after another. Maybe not as condensed as, you know, a uh, panel back in the days felt, but in terms of quantity, uh, it definitely held its own. I mean, there was a lot of stuff revealed and... Um, I counted uh, 25 Black Series 6-inch figures plus a HasLab project uh, that was announced. I mean, 25 figures. I mean, <laughs> that would be a lot of slides during a panel, right? So, And that's just the Black Series. They also, um, I think I counted about 11 Vintage Collection figures. So, yeah, there was uh, a lot of stuff that was shown. So, uh, I'm going to just run down my list and give you guys my commentary about each of those figures. But uh, yeah, lots of stuff. So let's start off with the uh, Black Series 6-inch line. And for that line, they showed the uh, final wave of archive figures. So there are four more figures coming with the uh, Episode 3 501st Clone Trooper. Uh, the uh, episode 3 Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then we get Darth Revan and Princess Leia. Now, the archive line only has repacks in it, right? I mean, it's the greatest hits assortment for the Black Series line, so those figures have been in rotation previously. 
But in some cases, when they can, they will update the uh, portrait with the photoreal print. And so Princess Leia, uh, which was in desperate need of getting an update, uh, she's going to have the photoreal print. Plus, Obi-Wan uh, is also going to get the uh, updated uh, portrait. So that's cool. And then Darth Revan, they mentioned he will have stronger lightsaber blade colors uh, then the previous release and then the 501st clone trooper is a straight repack yeah I, I think most of them sold out on amazon which is a good sign um, i know the 501st clone trooper was pretty much gone uh before it was supposed to go online because i hit a refresh on amazon about two minutes before 10 in the morning 10 pacific time and it was in stock and then at 10 o'clock it was just it was gone so they actually put that up onto the website a little too early and then obi-wan i saw uh, also sold out and then revan and leia were still in stock when i checked so those four figures are also part of the 50th anniversary celebration for lucasfilm um, so they're going to have the 50th uh, lucasfilm logo on the card so those were the first four figures that they showed and then they went heavy into rogue one now we're back. Lots of reveals and lots of news in the Star Wars world. Star Wars world. Star Wars world. Star Wars world. And while the Lucasfilm 50th is our major anniversary for the year, we've also mentioned a smaller mini beat that we're celebrating this year. It's Rogue One. It's Rogue One. Our first reveal, uh, fans have been requesting for several years uh, since shortly after the movie was released. Uh, I am really excited to announce our next figure, Booty Rook. Booty Rook. Booty Rook. Booty Rook. It's an opportunity for us to update these characters with this photoreal technology, and it really helps to elevate these characters. Really impressed uh, with his face now, this likeness. Uh, it, it, honestly, as we look through our entire Black Series line, it, it seems like one of the best likenesses we've done in the whole line. One of the best likenesses we've done in the whole line. One of the best likenesses we've done in the whole line. And yeah, like you just heard, um, they are celebrating Rogue One this year. Um, we've heard that before, but uh, this time around, they showed an entire lineup of Rogue One figures. They showed Base Malbus, Chirrut Imwei, Jin Erso, Cassian Andor, K2SO, Bodhi Rook, Merrick, and Galen Erso. Um, so let me count this real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Black Series six-inch figures from Rogue One. And then, uh, I mean, we could count the Archive Princess Leia as kind of a Rogue One figure, right? I mean, she shows up at the very end, so we could basically add her to that as well. And then they've also released um, three archive figures from Rogue One earlier this year. So there's a lot of Rogue One love, and that's pretty cool. And every single figure, at least the press images, look miles better than the painted faces that were released previously. To me, the figures which really stood out was Akazian Andor. That photo print looks absolutely amazing and base Melbus. And they actually mentioned during the live stream that uh, that figure is probably one of the best character likenesses that the uh, Black Series 6-inch line has currently. 
And uh, yeah, so those um, those figures look really good. And then for uh, K2SO, they mentioned that uh, the droid is going to have white eyes. Um, he was released previously with white eyes. That was the most common version, actually, in my neck of the woods. Uh, the red dot version uh, was uh, actually quite tricky to find in my my area here in Washington State. Um, but yeah, they've released that version before, but during the live stream, they specifically pointed out that uh, K2SO will have the uh, the white eyes. But yeah, all these repacks and repaints look really good. Of course, you know, where it gets interesting is with the new stuff, and they're going to do Bodhi Rook, finally. Um, so he's going to complete the crew, plus they're going to do Blue Leader, um, Antok Merrick, and they're also doing Galen Urso and uh, really good looking figures overall. Uh, Merrick looks really cool. And then Galen Urso is going to come with the Death Star plans. Now, Galen Urso um, looks fairly plain overall. Not the most exciting character, but I find it to be a necessary addition uh, to the lineup of Rogue One characters in the Black Series line. And uh, I'm glad that they're making him. Uh, Bodhi Rook, the sculpting looks really cool. A little plain on the clothing when it comes to uh, the paint app. Uh, looks very, very clean, which a Rogue One figure uh, should not look clean. That was a very dirty looking movie. But um, the clothing and, and everything in this movie, this, this lift in universe uh, was very apparent in uh, Rogue One. So that should have really gotten a, a better paint app, I think. But the sculpting looks great and I'm so happy that they're actually making Bodhi Rook. Galen Urso and Antok Merrick, they're both exclusive to Target. And uh, I checked before I started recording and they were still in stock. So you can still get those on Target.com. So there was a lot of love for Rogue One. And it is the fifth anniversary of Rogue One. And it's really cool to get this many figures from the movie and get them in the best possible versions uh, that are available now. So that's really cool. Then besides those figures, they also announced uh, Zalbar, the Wookiee from the Knights of the Old Republic, a gaming grades figure exclusive to GameStop. I was not aware who this uh, Wookiee is. And unfortunately, it looks very plain. There's uh, no dirt or weathering on the fur of the Wookiee. It's just brown and there isn't much more to it and uh that's probably out of everything that was announced that was probably my least favorite figure but i know that there are a lot of knights of the old republic fans and uh i've seen a lot of uh enthusiastic responses in my uh from my audience um about this figure so you know i remember playing the knights of the old republic um years and years ago when it came out but uh don't remember all too much about it to be honest i'll have to go and uh, replay it at some point but anyway Salbar is going to be released and uh still in stock on gamestop so then they also announced tribute figures again for the 50th anniversary of lucasfilm but a, a tribute to the uh you know the launch of the modern star wars action figure era which uh, kicked off in 1995 in the summer july august of 95 with the power of the force um and of course we call it uh, power of the force 2 because we already had the power of the force line uh, during the Kenner days and that was basically a continuation so that's why it's referred to the power of the force 2 if you're new to collecting and didn't know that but yeah so they're doing uh, three figures in the six inch scale 
based on the look of what the card design looked like uh, in 1995. And the three figures which they're going to release is Luke Skywalker in his uh, farm boy outfit, Han Solo from A New Hope, and Greedo. Uh, Luke and Han are going to get the uh, photoreal update, which is really cool because, again, those two figures are, or those two sculpts are fairly old now. I think Han came out in 2013, right? And so seeing the photoreal print update on the portrait is really, really cool. And it looks so much nicer than the previous released version. So those three figures are exclusive to Hasbro, Pulse, and Shop Disney. One thing I just found out recently is that Shop Disney, uh, they don't put their figures up for pre-order. They only put them up when they actually have them. Um, at least that's what I was told and I'm not sure if that's true but uh, it seems it might be true because I think when the Monopoly game from the Retro Collection uh, when that went on sale that wasn't available on Shop Disney at the beginning either and once they had it though um, they added it to their website so and that's also maybe one of the reasons why we haven't seen the vintage collection Republic Trooper show up on Shop Disney yet is probably because they'll wait until they actually have stock but anyways um, so those three figures exclusive to Hasbro Pulse and Shop Disney um, and then I had a really cool um, exclusive together with a few other fan sites as well where I had the honor to uh, give people a first look at three new uh, Black Series figures, and one of them was the 212th Attack Battalion Clone Trooper from the uh, attack on Utapau from Revenge of the Sith, um, and also, of course, the Clone Wars. And then I also got to reveal the uh, Black Series Captain Rex with his soft goods poncho from the Bad Batch, and then also the Black Series Bad Batch crosshair figure in the uh, Imperial outfit. And if you haven't seen it yet, I put a video up on the Jedi Business YouTube channel that you can check out with comparison pictures to the previously released figures and uh, my more detailed commentary about each of those figures. But in short, they're cool releases, uh, mostly repaints um, with uh, some slight changes here and there. But uh, to me, it all makes sense. And it shows the characters based on different scenes from the entertainment. And I love getting those kinds of figures. So I think this is uh, a good lineup of figures. And then we got pipeline reveals. And uh, they mentioned that the Jetta Patrol Stormtrooper, again, a Rogue One figure, uh, is in the pipeline and being worked on. And they revealed Bib Fortuna from The Return of the Jedi. They revealed Mayfeld from uh, Mando Season 2 in his trooper armor. Uh, the uh, Nomad Boba Fett, Fennec Shand, and Cop Vanth. All of them being uh, Mandalorian figures or like, you know, figures that show up, or characters that show up in the Mandalorian TV show. And every single one of these figures uh, is awesome. I mean, the Jedi Patrol Stormtrooper is the guy that uh, you probably remember the seeing this one because he's uh, on Jedi just walking around with this huge backpack on his back. And so uh, that's definitely a trooper that's always stood out to me. And I'm excited that they're making this particular version of him. Uh, Bit Fortuna, of course, uh, definitely needed because uh, we already have Jabba the Hutt in a six-inch line, but we don't have uh, Bib yet. So... Uh, they're finally doing him. 
Mayfeld, of course, uh, an often requested figure. Personally, I would have loved to see the uh, Season 1 costume because he has this cool blaster over the shoulder. So I would have preferred to see that, but they're giving us the Season 2 trooper armor and that also looks pretty good. Or at least we haven't seen the figure yet because it's too early in development, but they announced that they're doing it. Um, Nomad Boba Fett, also kick-ass, you know, Boba Fett, before he's getting his armor back. Uh, Fennec Shand and Cop Vanth, also two characters heavily featured in the second season of The Mandalorian. So, yes, those are really, really cool characters, and I'm very happy that they're making those. And those are not going to be out until probably sometime next year, so... It's a long waiting period for us. So the last Black Series uh, item on my list is the HasLab project. And they mentioned uh, or they gave us the heads up that there is a HasLab project coming this year for 6-inch. And they also mentioned that it is not a vehicle. That doesn't really tell us all that much because it could, you know, it could be a creature. It could be some sort of environment piece. Maybe it's a uh, group of figures. Hard to say, but a lot of people are guessing that it's going to be a creature, maybe a bantha, maybe a rancor. Who knows? So we'll have to wait and see, but uh, we will probably find out in the next four or five weeks, right? I mean, they probably announced it sometime in July. They let the uh, whole campaign run for a month or three, four weeks or something like that. And that would then already put us into august and you know once we're in august we're in fall basically and uh then we're moving into the whole razor crest has territory already so i think they probably want to have this wrapped by the time the razor crest ships out and so i would imagine that uh we'll see an announcement in regards to the Black Series HasLab in July, probably in the next three or four weeks or so. And that wraps up the entire Black Series reveals. Um, like I said, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, I think I counted 25 different figures, including uh, the uh, pipeline reveals. So yeah, lots of stuff coming. Good times for, for uh, Black Series fans. So let's take a quick break and uh, let's talk about the uh, Vintage Collection next. So the original 96 fun continues, it's Lobot. A great update for the vintage collection, and again, an original 96er. And he continues our original 96 program for the year, bringing those original Kenner figures to the vintage collection. And that's been 14, been 14, been 14, been 14. We're really excited to bring this character to the vintage collection, because this is one of the first characters that we see aboard the Razor Crest. It's the Mithral. You must the force around you. So the Vintage Collection. Uh, again, lots of cool reveals uh, that came out of that live stream. They showed off Mithral from the Mandalorian, uh, Bo-Katan from Mando. They showed off Quill which is really cool. Plus, they gave us an update on the Razor Crest. They had a video that they showed us of the uh, behind the scenes uh, when they did the uh, packaging shoot for the Crest. So that's pretty far along now. They're already working on the packaging and they probably have that wrapped already. So that's pretty exciting. So we got an update for that. Um, they also announced that the uh, Vintage Collection Hoth Rebel Trooper VC-68 is going to be re-released. And boy, am I glad that they're finally putting that one back out because 
Um, we've been asking for this figure for so long. And you know what's kind of sad? And, and I really find that to be sad. That figure came out, I think it was 2011. And it feels like ever since that figure came out, we asked for that to be re-released because, you know, it's such a cool-looking troop builder. And now you check the date and you realize it's 10 years later. <laughs> We're 10 years older. And they're re-releasing it. But, you know, better late than never, you know. But uh, such a cool figure. If you guys missed it the first time around, make sure you pick this one up. This is such a cool-looking figure. And uh, super articulated at that, right? So, cool figure. Um, they also announced a uh, new Bib Fortuna coming to the Vintage Collection uh, in his Return of the Jedi outfit. And they announced Lobots from The Empire Strikes Back, of course. So, yeah, I mean, I have a whole bunch of Bib Fortunas in the collection. Same goes for Lobot. But I agree, those figures could really use updates. It's just, you know, I'm so torn when it comes to updates because when they've made a character already, it feels like you already have it. And in the case of Bib Fortuna and Lobot, we have them several times. I think Bib Fortuna, I've had, I have four or five times. Lobot, it's three or four times. And every time we take a slot away from getting something new and we ask for something that needs to be redone, I feel like it's an, it's an endless circle. Because as soon as something is done and put back out onto the market, it can be done better again. And, you know, five, six years from now, it's going to be outdated again. You know, I just really want to see more new stuff. Although I agree that, you know, these two figures really deserve an upgrade. But times have changed so drastically. Back when we got a lot of figures and we asked for updates to certain characters, it never felt as if we would really take a spot away from a never-before-done character. Um, although that was probably the case, but it just never felt that way because there was just so much newness still. But nowadays, you know, when I see that they're redoing a character that I already have three or four, three, three-quarter-inch figures off, it's just not for me, you know? Although I agree that, yes, they, knew, they need updates, but uh, my God, we just need so much more new characters in the three, three-quarter-inch line, especially when it comes to the movies, right? Solo uh, and the sequels, uh, we're, we're so far behind with characters, really, especially alien characters and droids and, you know, but it is what it is. Uh, so anyways, Bib and Lobot are going to be coming out, uh, probably out sometime next year in spring. Um, and then they showed, well, they didn't show it, but they announced it that there will be a Navarro Cantina playset. They didn't say if there was going to be an action figure included, but, uh, you know, playsets recently always came with a figure, so we don't know if or what figure will be included. But the Navarro Cantina playset uh, could be really cool because you guys remember uh, Season 1, Episode 7 and 8, this massive shootout, this quick meeting uh, with the client, and then the Moff Gideon hologram and him giving uh, the order to just attack. And uh, the Imperial troop transport uh, arriving on the outside and all these troopers lining up with the heavy E-Web cannon. And IG-11 uh, riding in town on the speed-up bike with Grogu. And we have or they've announced a lot of those figures already that, you know, we could have a display with uh, Mando and Kara uh, on the inside and then also IG-11 and Grogu 
And they're also doing the Death Star droid, which you can also use for this display because uh, he showed up uh, in the cantina scene as well. So, and they've done the Remnant Stormtroopers and Basic Stormtroopers, and we have Moff Gideon, we have the Imperial Troop Transport that we can park outside of the uh, cantina. So that could be a really cool display. So I'm pretty excited for the uh, the cantina playset. So hoping to see... Uh, what this really looks like uh, fairly soon. Now they also revealed the packaging for Darth Maul and Ahsoka Tano uh, from the seventh season of the Clone Wars. Um, we already knew what the figures looked like, but we had never seen the packaging. So uh, as expected, it looks really cool. Both of them look really, really good. And then they also announced the uh, Bad Batch four pack with uh, Captain Rex, Captain Grey, uh, Captain Ballast and the Elite Squadron, a trooper, four figures basically from the Bad Batch TV show with realistic sculpts. And this set is uh, really cool looking. Uh, it just, you know, it's in the same style as the Skiff God 3 pack that they did two years ago, where uh, you get a really cool outer packaging. And then inside the box are uh, four individually carded figures. And that was uh, Amazon exclusive, cost $59.99. And that set sold out in under 15 minutes. And uh, it was uh, quite the controversy, at least uh, you know in my audience, because uh, the announcement came at 8 o'clock in the morning and it went on sale at 10 o'clock in the morning, my time. And so that gave people a two-hour window. And I saw a lot of comments uh, in my group about people being on the road, having a spotty internet connection, being at the McDonald's drive-thru and rushing back to the computer. And a lot of people just completely missed the announcement and the pre-order altogether. It sucks because all it took is just not being online for two hours and checking up on Star Wars figures, right? It would have been nice to get, uh, you know, the heads up that there was an announcement coming. I mean, we kind of knew that there was going to be announcements because um, they had mentioned that during the live stream that uh, something would be revealed. But we just didn't know on what day and when. And so... Yeah, a lot of people missed out. And now this set goes for about $200, $250 on eBay. Yeah, so, but, you know, maybe uh, Amazon is going to get more in. And uh, I would just uh, try to play the long game. And there's always, you know, Canada. Uh, Amazon Canada also has it. Maybe network with uh, somebody up north. See if, uh, you know, they can pick it up and ship it to you for cost. And uh, that is always a possibility. So, you know, just don't give in yet and pay a sculpt just yet, you know. And so that was basically my list for all the uh, vintage collection figures. So good focus on the Mandalorian, which we desperately need, especially with the Razor Crest coming out. We want to have our displays uh, looking cool. So Mithril coming, Bo-Katan coming, uh, Quill coming. And then uh, we get the really cool re-release of the Hoth Rebel Soldier with uh, the photo reel, of course, update. And then two uh, legacy characters with Biff Fortuna and Lobot. Uh, on top of that with the uh, Navarro Cantina playset also from the Mandalorian. And then those four Bad Batch figures. So now you've been listening to me for a while just run the list down of every figure that they've announced. And that's what I meant when I said that this kind of reminded me of... The times when they had, you know, a panel at San Diego Comic-Con, they would throw the slides up on the projector and have one slide after another with like, you know, four or five figures on them. The only thing, though, in comparison to those panels, what's missing here 
are vehicles. There are no vehicles. And I so wish that they would put something out, you know, for the $25, $30 price range. And, uh, you know, I just wish they would just get rid of the Mission Fleet stuff and they would take their budget and that money and put it back into 3 3 quarter inch. I really don't know why they're not doing that, especially because they have so many cool tooling already for these mini rig type vehicles, you know. So anyways, um, I wish they would go that route. But I know I sound like a broken record. But, you know, again, all things considered, the characters that they revealed that they're going to make figures of are cool. Uh, there's nothing that really feels out of place for me, to be honest. You know, maybe the uh, Vintage Collection Bad Batch 4-pack should have been the, uh, the crew. I know that I would have certainly preferred that. Give me Hunter and Echo and uh, Wrecker and all those guys. Um, I would have preferred that over captain gray and ballast who i don't know who they are yeah that's okay though uh still a really cool looking set and then like i said everything else top notch a lot of the stuff is still far away so we're looking into early 2022 for a lot of the stuff especially all the pipeline reveals are probably not going to be out until sometime next year but uh overall a very good showing and um pretty happy um so now when I go to JediBusiness.com um, and I pull up the Black Series line, when I look at announced figures for the Black Series 6-inch line, everything that we know that's coming and that's officially been announced, we're looking at 10, 20, 32, 32, 34, 36, currently 37 Black Series figures which are announced. That includes the pipeline reveals. 37. For the Vintage Collection, let me uh, just pull this up real quick. Everything that's been announced for the Vintage Collection, 10, 20, 30, 33 figures coming to the Vintage Collection. That's everything that we know of so far, including the pipeline reveals. And that list also includes all the pack-ins which come with the Razor Crest. So um, the uh, 33 figures that also includes the four carbonite blocks right because to me those are representations of characters in 3 quarter inch so it doesn't look too bad really when you compare it i mean 37 for the black series and 33 for tvc plus tvc also has a playset announced and it gets the razor crest and the blue leader x-wing fighter later in the year so it doesn't really look too bad for tvc when you compare it with the six inch line right um, one thing I found interesting uh, when I was just looking at numbers is uh, the Lucasfilm 50th anniversary and how many figures they've done for each line with the Lucasfilm logo on the, on the packaging. And this is a filter, by the way, that you can uh, now pull up figures on uh, Jedi Business and filter the figures that way. Um, so when I look at the Vintage Collection and pull up all the Lucasfilm 50th Anniversary Tribute figures with the logo on the packaging, I'm looking at six figures. The ATST Driver, the Death Star Droid, Luke Endor, Pablo, Leia Organa in her Endor outfit, and the Tusken Raider. So those are six figures in the Vintage Collection with the uh, Lucasfilm logo on it. And then for the Black Series line, that number looks drastically different. If you pull up all the figures with the Lucasfilm 50th logo on the packaging, we're looking at exactly 30 figures. So TVC 6 Lucasfilm figures, Black Series 30. Quite the difference. 
So anyways, I'm just going to wrap it up now, but I hope that kind of summed up everything that uh, has been announced. Um, as far as uh, toy finds go on store shelves, there really isn't a whole lot out there. Um, I had one report in the group where somebody found the uh, Emperor's Royal Guardway from the Vintage Collection, but that was about it. And I personally just got the uh, Hasbro Pulse exclusive Black Series 6-inch um, Heroes of Endor multipack, which was actually exclusive during Hasbro PulseCon last year during fall. And uh, you could place an order and, uh, you know, it just took them a while to produce this and ship this out. So, but that actually arrived last week. So it's pretty cool. And that's it for this episode of JBT, I think. So all the Star Wars action figure news. For more details, comparison pictures, check out the website. Been posting there every single day. And I hope you guys take your time and look at the Black Series 6-inch sections, which I have, and the Vintage Collection sections. I've been doing a lot of cleaning up there. And there are a lot of cool updates still in the pipeline, which I'm very close to wrapping up. Um, which I think that you guys are going to love. Also, don't forget that uh, I now have a YouTube channel. So go to YouTube, look up JediBusiness.com and uh, hope you guys like the videos that I put out there. All right, that's it. Thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. It's a wrap for this episode of JBT. Jedi Business Talk is not affiliated with Lucasfilm, Disney, Hasbro, or any other entities mentioned in the show. JBT is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The JBT logo was designed by George Beza at jbeza.com. To leave feedback about this episode, go to jedibusiness.com forward slash JBT. Tap on the episode and leave your comment. If you'd like to report your toy run finds, leave a voicemail at 971-231-9307. Please be sure to subscribe to JBT through your favorite podcast app such as iTunes and leave your review to help the show. You can also add JBT to your smart home device such as Alexa to not miss a show. For Star Wars action figure news, visit JediBusiness.com, the largest Star Wars action figure database on the internet. On JediBusiness.com, you can sort Star Wars figures by toy lines, movies, brands, TV shows, characters, species, movie scenes, and many other categories. Read up on news, press releases, and events. Or browse photo galleries of Star Wars action figure collections. Thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you.